welcome to Keeper of the Secrets of Ramjack, the Tormented and the Weary. Hello, everyone. I am Alex, and joining us today for the podcast is Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. Coming at you in the middle of November. Ah. Ah. <laughs> um... We took a we took a slight break because I was traveling for work, and I've got some some travel tales. Uh, Brad, do you want to start though, giving us an update on your apartment situation? Because um, I'm sure the people are on pins and needles from what happened oh, boy. where it left off. Guys, do I have an, uh, do I have a brand new air conditioner? Yes. Nice. Does it function? Yes. It's quite nice. Quite nice. Do I have hot water? Yes. Perfect. Is that new uh, that new toilet with the weird backwards uh, um, thing? That's still working. Yeah, yeah, it's still working. Showerhead, showerhead's great. How's the oven? Not working. What? <laughs> How's the oven not working? I am losing my goddamn mind. I'm, uh, I am. Well, first of all, let me just uh, uh, let me update. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, also, is there still a giant gaping hole in in the wall where they put in the new electrical panel? Yeah. Is it bigger? Yeah, yeah. Because when they put in the air conditioner. They made it even larger. It's worse. It's worse. The giant hole in the wall is worse. And no sign of when or if they're going to fix that. Huh. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Yeah, now now I got no oven. Now I got no oven. Um, I mean, I have an oven. I, I'm pretty sure it's just the heating element died, which mm. I replaced the heating element, like, within the last year. So I'm kind of annoyed, but... Uh, <sighs> Sometimes elements just give up, man. I don't know. I was... Though, that's a little... I mean, it should last longer than that. Yeah, yeah it should. Um, I was... Actually, I was... Tammy and Dan were going to come over for dinner. I was... I had, I had gotten... Um, I got a rack of ribs on on the cheap, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make some ribs. I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm gonna make some some uh, uh, some Brussels sprouts. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do uh, maybe a mac and cheese. Um, I got a. Ca- we were talking about that cauliflower dish with the pomegranate. Oh yeah. I found, I found a dish. It's not. It's not the same one, but it looks very good. But there's a. Ca- it's a cauliflower pomegranate tahini situation. It looks mm. real good. I'm very excited about it. So. So Saturday, Saturday, I like you know, I uh, I made I made the rub for my ribs. It was like it was like a, an espresso, black pepper, smoked paprika rub situation. Sounds delicious already. Oh my god, smelled so good. And uh, so I I know that everything else like I, everything else is like it's gonna be like the last you know like forty five minutes. You know they're all they're all easy dishes. I just gotta throw them in at the last minute. So all that stuff's prepped and ready. But really the ribs are the only thing you need. You gotta cook those slow. You gotta cook, you gotta cook them slow. So uh, we we're gonna record Quantum Leap. So I turn on the oven and I'm like, all right, I'll get the oven nice and hot. And uh, I got the ribs ready to go. And then I'll just I'll, I'll, near the end of the podcast, I'll just step away for a second, go and throw my ribs in, and we'll get we'll get ready to do this thing. So uh, yeah, all everything's going well. I you know I turn the oven on. We're recording the podcast. It's like I sent a message like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna slip away for a second. You guys keep talking. I'm just gonna go put the ribs in the oven." So I I go I put the ribs in the oven. I'm like, oven oven doesn't seem that warm. What's going on? Weird. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's low again. It's low. You gotta gotta cook them low and slow. So I'm like, ah, well, the oven's not that. It's not gonna be that hot. So maybe you know, hey, maybe I'm just who knows? Who knows? Don't even really think about it. But I put the ribs in there. I go back. I go back to podcasting. A little while later, the oven, um, the heating, um, thing goes on. Like like it's done. It's done preheating. And I'm like, wait, what? It's been three hours. What do you mean the <laughs> oven's done heating? <laughs> The oven's been on for three hours. Why is the oven only now preheated? Five, ten minutes at the absolute most. 
That's pushing it. I mean, come on. Like, I, I this is weird. Yeah. Um. So we, you know, we finish, we finish uh, our recording, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm just starting to get stuff, other stuff ready, and it's about an hour until Tammy and Dan are gonna be over, and I'm like, all right, well, let's, uh, let's see where things are at. I gotta go, I gotta turn these ribs, and uh, I, uh, I open up the oven, and the oven is not hot. And I touch the ribs, and they are not warm. <laughs> Room temperature, just like I, uh, not 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 fit to eat. Not not cold. Certainly not warm. Not cooked. Not the least bit cooked at all. Hmm. So I'm immediately like I'm just I'm so devastated. I'm 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 annoyed. I'm devastated. I got these ribs on sale, and like what what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm like okay, well what if? And then I was like thinking like okay. Okay. Well, what if I what if I cooked everything else like an air fryer? I mean, it's gonna Ooh. take a little bit longer, but I could do everything in the air fryer except the ribs. What can I do with the ribs? I, I guess I could put them like in a crock pot or something. But I'm like, but then I'm like, obviously, like if I cook these ribs in a crock pot, these ribs are gonna be done at midnight. And <laughs> no, thank you, midnight ribs. Yeah, fourth also, mill isn't really a thing. So yeah. Also, this is like a it's like a like a rack of ribs. Like I'm gonna yeah, like, cut huge. them in half and like then put them in the in the crock pot. Like I I. Uh, I I mean, props for trying to, like, scramble when you had no options or, like, weighing everything. Air frying ribs probably would taste good, but with that, like, um, just the width of it. No, you can't air fry ribs. Absolutely It's too not. sticky. Well, like, you, you can, can just, you can't. It's just can't. You can get these kind of, like, um, for lack of better words, doilies on the bottom of your air fryer mm -hmm. that allow you to cook, like, stickier things or things that are that have, like, liquid on them. But it's not going to be the same. That's not what you want from ribs. Also, also you would have to cook them. I, it would take forever. Oh, and yeah. It would have I to mean, be I'm not saying that. Would, I mean, you you mentioned, yeah. And, and, and I was saying. No, I was just I was about, about the, the Brussels sprouts and the cauliflower. I could do that in the air fryer. Easy. In, like, I could do that in a couple of batches and that could, that could happen. That's feasible. But like everything else, no. I need no. I, like I. So I'm like I, I. First of all, I just stepped outside because I'm like I. I this fucking apartment. This goddamn fucking apartment. Like I'm. I hate this place. I hate it so much. It's driving me insane. So I just stepped outside, took a couple of deep breaths, and messaged Tammy. I was like, Hey, uh, my oven's dead. So. I don't see how this is gonna happen. Uh, do you guys want to go out to dinner or uh, pick something up or like hang out or whatever? Because I gotta get the fuck out of this goddamn apartment right now. Because I am losing <laughs> my goddamn mind. I mean, in that situation, yeah. Ugh. Like I just I haven't had a week of this place like fully functioning yet. It's ridiculous. I mean, pretty nuts. So uh, yeah, I'm waiting on waiting on the heating element. Hopefully that fixes things because, um, as we all know, Thanksgiving is about to be here, and I need my fucking oven. Too true. <sighs> so I, I had an oven scare this afternoon. Oh. Um, I turned on the oven and I noticed that the clock was working, but none of the panel that showed me like the temperature or oh. anything was on are barely per perceptible. So I turned out the lights and thought like, is it just like weak? Couldn't really see anything. I, I could press the buttons cause I knew what it did and it was working. So it was like heating up, just the display was off. So I thought, eh, this is not good. And cause it's not the heating element. Um, apparently those boards can just go out and need to replace them sometimes. This might be a precursor to it failing eventually. You can whip off the breaker and do like a hard reset, um, which I haven't done yet because after like 
15 minutes and just started working normal again. Hmm. So I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll let this one slide. Maybe it needed a warm up. I don't think so, but I... Your, I, uh, your, your oven is doing the same thing the dashboard of my car does. Oh. It's a little too cold. So none of the, uh, none of the, uh, none of the panel works. And the panel works. But that is like a, that's a known problem with my car. Like oh, wow. The 2016 Honda Fits. Like they, there's like something that's just not soldered well. So. Interesting. Yeah. I I mean, it was 60 degrees in the house, which is cool. And I wanted to bring it up to 65, um, but I was vetoed because I was cold. So maybe the oven was just in solidarity. Just like, you know what? It is cold in here, damn it. Listen, um, let me I sit say, up before I start working fully, okay? I say just enjoy the cold, friend, because it's hot here. I I mean, it was it was livable, obviously. It's ah. still like not too warm in the house. I mean, you sent me a trying. video of, of cute pup in the snow. And... Oh, yeah. I forgot it snowed, which was an it was I mean an amazing treat, and I I actually had second thoughts about sending that to you guys because I thought why I know Brad loves the cold and I don't want them to feel bad about me sending a snow picture. Um, always send snow pictures, always, Alex. The only way, the only thing keeping me from buying a gun and putting a bullet in my skull is photos of cooler climates and cute dogs. Like that's it. That's all I got. Then I will send you all the pictures from now on. With zero please, guilt. Please do. Always. Always. Luna was not having the snow. We we got about an inch and a half of snow here in Cincinnati. And I didn't think it was going to stick because the ground was not cold. But it did. Um, which meant the snow was perfect for snowballs. And we tried to make a snowman. But it didn't it didn't work. Um, we just did not. We got about halfway with the bottom part. And then it kind of fell apart. And at that point my hands were cold because I wasn't prepared to build a snowman. I didn't have any gloves on. And we had to we had to come inside and get warm and toasty. But little Luna, she went out. She would not go in the snow without us beside her. So <laughs> she would go to the snow line and then like stop and like look at it like, what the f? And then look back at us and then look at the snow and then look at us and then look back out at us. So amazing. I had to go through there too. And then once she saw it was safe, I guess, she like slowly, she's been in snow before. I sent you pictures last year. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she forgot. I mean, she's a tiny little puppy. Yeah. But she would she would do her business and then quickly come inside. She's got no time for the cold. <laughs> um, even with her little sweater on and her little uh, outfits, still cool. she's like, eh. She'll go for a walk around the block in the mornings just for fun, obviously. But she does not want to stay out there longer than she has to. It's cute. Nice, nice, nice. Love it. So that Love happened, it. yeah. Oh, so another random thing that happened at our house, just to get on the... I also have a hole in my walls. Oh. Not as bad as yours yet, but we were downstairs and my wife was exercising on the treadmill, which is still awesome, by the way. Again, highly recommend. Nice. And she looked up at the ceiling while she was stretching and said, what's that? So we all look up and there's this little hole. Not hole, but there's a little wet spot on the ceiling. And obviously I'm like, oh, something's leaking. I mean, there's no other way that could be something else. So I put my finger up and I gently just kind of press and immediately it dents. So it's like saturated. But it's tiny. Like it is like... It's like this, it's not even the size of a baseball in diameter. It's just a tiny like circle of water. So I, I stopped touching it and we call our um, home warranty because we, we're still, we haven't been in the house for a year yet. So we still have that one year home warranty, which is awesome. And we get someone out here and they cut a, a tiny hole. It's maybe a foot by a foot in the drywall and the ceiling because it's in my finished part of the basement. And he's like, yeah, this must've been leaking forever, but it's so small and so slow that it probably just now, I mean, it's weird that it even showed itself at this point, but they fixed it pretty quick. Nice. But now we just gotta get someone out here to fix the drywall or I'll have to do it myself and that's not gonna be pretty, but we'll see. But people are putting holes in our walls. 
It's, it's a phenomenon, guys. And not fixing them. <laughs> There's more holes in the wall today than ever before. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Thanks a lot. How did your... Because you, you voted absentee. Well, not absentee, but yeah. by mail, as I did as well. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't here on election day. I was traveling for business. Um, everyone I've talked to said it was fine as far as going to the polls and doing their thing. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. yeah. I dropped it off a day of, morning of, got up early and went, d- drove, uh, you know, did the drop off. So, yeah, it was all fine. Nice. I mean, you know, it's Florida, so it was shit, but, you know. Are you doing your best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, not like we elected J.D. Vance. Oh! <laughs> I was Alex, devastated. What did you do? What did you do? I mean, he is my congressperson, sadly. Very sadly. Because motherfucker is the worst. I'm holding him accountable. I'm going to start calling that motherfucker like every other week. What the hell are you doing? I didn't vote for you, but you represent me. So, I mean, so I'm going to give you a piece of my represents mind. represents me, so... Well, I mean, yeah, similar vote. Uh, but Rubio's no, no, been down no, there for no, a I while. Think, I think J.D. Vance is worse. I, I, think, I would agree I with you, J.D. Vance is worse. J.D. Vance is worse. Big upset in Ohio. J.D. <laughs> How? How? I mean, Herschel Walker almost got elected. He still might. Like, how? I mean, like... Well, that race is a little different, but still, how yeah. do these crazy? How do these people get elected? It's nuts. I, we're we're a terrible country that True. does nothing to help people. So <sighs> we can talk about you know less traumatizing, less anxiety-inducing things. Oh, um, I say that, and then I was going to start talking about random yeah. travel stuff, which yeah. might give people anxiety. Oh boy, we can wait. Let's talk about. Have you have you watched anything or partaken of anything you'd I, recommend? I ha- I want I. I went and saw Wakanda Forever. Ooh. Fun ride. like it? Fun ride. Good movie. Very good movie. Very, very good movie. Can you tell us anything that's not spoiler-ish that would still be that you found interesting? I mean, I don't think there's really, uh, uh, like, I don't think there's anything to really spoil, and I don't think there's really anything to discuss. I mean, it's it's an emotional movie, because it's, you know, it's all about, uh, you know, death of uh, Chadwick Boseman, so. So it would almost be in poor taste to have a post-credit scene that, like, did something silly, like introduce characters that are definitely not going to come back, like they did in a, well, the whole... Eternals movie. Oh yeah, so yeah, the guys. Spoiler alert for Wakanda Forever. At the very end of the movie, they're like, "Boy, I'm glad we've dealt with all this emotional trauma." Hey, who are you? Oh, me? <laughs> Hi there. I'm Pip the Troll, and Pip the Troll comes out um, with the uh, Cosmo the Space Dog, and they say, "Hey, who's ready for adventures?" Huh? And then freeze frame. So nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. again given the what I've heard is a very uh a very nice film from both you and reviews i've read and you know a proper tribute to actors and characters it would seem a little bit weird to have cosmo just well it's a little pip I the mean, troll. a little weird but at the same time it's like i mean you gotta wonder what are pip the troll and cosmo the space dog up to so i'm really i'm real invested in seeing uh, what happens next with those guys so i want a cosmo the space dog uh disney plus show hmm. where it's just him doing stuff can yeah. Cosmo talk or is yeah. it just a dog? Okay. I was hoping that it couldn't and it would just we would just follow the dog by camera through all this misadventures of things happening around. Still having him be the main character, but I think yeah, I think it's like one of those space radiation whatever the fucks. 
Okay. Like, you know, got shot into space, cosmic radiation, all of a sudden we got a talking dog. I, I'm sure many people, speaking of Marvel, have heard of this, and I think I mentioned it on the show a couple of weeks ago, but the Marvel Snap card game on mobile is awesome. Okay. And I have the Cosmo the Space Dog card, Brad. Whoa, it's actually pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Nice. It's a nice. fun game. It's... It's fun. It, it takes everything you would love from a digital card game and kind of takes out all the like gotcha stuff a lot of mobile games have. Like there's a lot of like gates kind of. Like you have to play to unlock stuff, but you don't have to pay any money. You just have to play and the other thing is there's not a lot of there's enough of randomness to it that it's still challenging. Like you can build a tiny deck of like 12 cards and be kind of ready and you may or may not win even if you have good stuff and have a good strategy or multiple strategies because sometimes it's just down to luck of like uh, playing things in the right area. But some people really are bad at it and I'm like, really? <laughs> There's, this game is not that hard, and I'm not that good. You're just using, you just gotta use like basic, how are you, how are you this bad? <laughs> Ouch. Making plays that I'm, I, that I'm like, is this a bot purposefully throwing this? Why would you do this? Then you think, well, are they like trying to unlock certain things? Because there's like a checklist of stuff like do this, and maybe they're not they're not concerned about the victory of the match. They're just concerned about hitting a checklist number of something because you still get credit for things that you do during a match, which are super fast too, by the way. It's like the perfect little mobile game. Nice, 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 nice. But then you're like, no, I don't, I don't. That's not happening in this game. You oh. just made a, a weird play. Is it because you just like the characters and you wanted to see them on the? I don't know what's going on. It's weird. But fun, like I, I really, because it has obscure Marvel characters. Um, there was one I have no idea. I've never heard of them before. Wait one second, I can show, I can tell you who it is, because I'm wondering if you know about them. Because if you knew Cosmo the Space Dog, which I was not privy to, oh yeah, maybe you Come know on. this guy. Love Cosmo the Space Dog. Give me just a second to load. There's someone called the Infinite. Infinite. I don't think I know that one. It's a strong card. Infinite. It's just like this giant astronaut-like dude. I wish they told you more. Whoa. It's stronger than the Hulk from a power number. Hulk's a 12, which is one of the strongest cards in the game. This dude's a 20. Oh, it's an ultimate character. Okay. We got Devil Dinosaur. I have nice. a Leech card. <laughs> nice. The Hobgoblin card is actually pretty fun. Jubilee is a good card. I got two Cyclopses, and I don't know why I have two Cyclopses. And I have two Carnages, but I don't know why I have them. Silly Morph. I'd never heard of Swarm before. Sometimes a Swarm. Just some random villain of something, I think. I got a Morbius, a Dr. Morbius card. Oh, Dr. Michael Morbius. There's the Watcher. I mean, it's just got some fun... It's just got fun characters, and you're just doing your... Th it's, it's fun. Oh, I do know Swarm. Also a cool card. Yeah. I recommend. It's 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 a, it's a good fun time, and it scales with you and your uh, play styles and stuff. However much you time into it. My favorite Killmonger is a really good card to use in the game. Nice, nice, nice. Um, but anyway, that's that's just some fun other Marvel stuff that's been that I've been dabbling in. Nice. Um, I, I have watched another film. I watched uh, Creating Rim Lazar. Ooh. Chris uh, peeped me to this. It's a, it's a children's film from the late 80s. It's a musical, and it is bizarre. <laughs> 
I I don't even really know how else to uh, to describe it. It's it's very strange. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's about forty eight minutes long. Um, now the oh. version I have uh, also has a is a documentary that I think rounds out to like a to like a ninety minute runtime in full. So a little documentary of people talking about how what it was like making creating Rem Lazar. So huh. it's a uh, it's a uh, okay. It's strange. It's strange. Just some kids with an imaginary friend that they share. Um, you know, just uh, uh, looking for a, a magic medallion. So you know, um, do the do the twin towers make an appearance? Yes, yes. Is there an argument whether what's is taller, a skyscraper or a mountain? Yes. <laughs> Is that argument in a song? Yes. Do they decide that um, there's no way to tell who's right, um, and they, they really can they can both see each other's point of view? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Okay, awesome. Yeah, strong recommend. Strong recommend. So I think is that the movie Chris linked me to? Yes. Cool. Then I'll, I'll definitely have to watch it. If it's only 40 minutes, that's going to be fun. Yeah. That's just short enough to be a nice treat of like, okay, cool. Without it having is, to invest like a full movie's worth. Yeah. It is certainly a treat. Which is taller, a mountain or a skyscraper? How could we ever know? How never could will. you know? Never. You'll never be able to know. Is the skyscraper on top of the mountain? <sighs> no. Are we going from the base of the skyscraper to the top of the mountain above sea level? Uh, I mean, there are some there's some ways you can you can phrase it to like approach it, uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and say like ten times out of ten, maybe mountains taller than a skyscraper, yeah, Brad. Yeah, I, yeah. I just have to yeah yeah. Unless you're counting like really really old mountains that time has already withered down to flat, and um, the peak is like an inch above the ground. Well, they're trying to find the highest point of imagination, so. Uh, Oh. Um, oh, I think it's at the top of the skyscraper. No, dummy, it's at the top of a mountain. Space? I don't know. Like, there's no limit. Yeah, well, great questions. Great questions. Uh, great film. Great film. Can't wait. Cannot uh, strong, wait. Yeah, it's great. I, I highly recommend everyone should check it out because it is weird. Um, um, a show I've watched that I, that I still have one episode left, I think, um, is Netflix's adaptation of The Sandman. Oh, I haven't. I've have not. I've not dipped in yet. I'm still. I'm still reading through the uh, the comics. So I have not read the comics, and I'm not going to spoil anything for you, obviously, because um, that would be in poor taste. But I do have some things because we we know what the Sandman is. I read in college. I went through the graphic novel section of our library at school just to see what was there. Because again, I was in illustration class. I, I love graphic novels and comic books. I mean, come on. Um, and I saw a Sandman book that was basically stories set in the universe about the Sandman that took place before, during, and after the main comic series. And I thought those were awesome. And I read all of those and thought it was neat. And there were like guest artists who did different things. Really great. So that was my only knowledge of really the Sandman or what was going on with it. So to see the adaptation and knowing that I think it is, it's praised for being very a very good adaptation and true to the source material while also adding the things you would want from something in 2022. Um... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, also, a strong recommendation, the Audible version as well. They, they did, a, like, a fully dramatized... Um, I think there's three parts out now. I've listened to the the first one and about half of the second one so far. Um, and those are very good, so... They're, 
There are some very interesting episodes of The Sandman. And I guess we'll wait till you're, you actually talk about it, because there's some that are like, wow. And there's some neat villains um, that are cre- genuinely creepy. And yeah, the, the only thing that I will say is that The Sandman does creep toward a level of fantasy that I almost can't hang with at certain times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the, I'm assuming the comic book's the same uh, because of the way I don't remember. Like I remember that comic anthology I read in college being fun and loved liking it, and just like being like, "All right, cool, yeah, I, I can buy this." But there's some things that happen in the Sandman TV show that I assume happen in the comic that are almost like, mm, <laughs> "Okay, I, I I know this is fantasy, like a modern kind of fa- at times fantasy, and there's some neat ideas here, but mm, I don't know." <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Because I, I, the, the one thing I'm not sure... I'm not sure, like... I the, the only reason I haven't watched it yet is because I... Like, I'm not sure how much the TV show covers in this, you know, first, you know, series versus... Because I, I, I'm... I'm so do, do they get to... How, do they spend a lot of time in hell thus far? So, there is one episode dedicated to hell. Just one. Okay. So, it's probably not the... Okay. Then I, um, I prob- then I probably am pretty aware of everything that's in the TV show, I would assume. Um, it, knowing that it's a really good praise, again, for being a good adaptation and not mm-hmm. knowing that much about the source material, it almost feels like every episode is verbatim translated from a comic book. Because um, it's even paced very similarly to a comic book in a way that's like, oh, okay, I would not be shocked if these 10 or 12 episodes are just the first 12 comics of the Sandman and you just adapted that. There's also at least two main two main big stories, um, maybe three in the first season. Again, structured very similar to like a, a three issue or four issue arc of a comic book. It's just too tightly it, it, that's what it feels like. And not not for a bad it's not bad that it's done like that. It, it Oh okay just 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 doing a quick little light skim of Wikipedia. Yeah I've I've read everything that's in the that's in the show. Yeah okay Okay, cool. So, um, the Dream Vortex stuff and how that resolves itself and everything around the Dream Vortex, without getting specific, in the show was what really got to the edge of, hmm, <laughs> I don't know, fantasy. This is, I mean, I can hang with a lot of fantasy-like stuff most of the time, but sometimes there's a certain kind, and I, I can't really describe it but I'm like, I'm out. Like, I, I could have, I, it could have gone one way or the other, and I could be like, I'm out. But it's compelling enough that I, I again, super enjoy it. Um, can't wait to finish the last episode. I, I, I liken it to, I had a similar feeling in, there was a book that a lot of people praise that's a science fiction book called, uh, what is it? I think it's something like A Long Way to a Small Angry Planet or something. It, it's a trilogy of books about um, these uh, people on the spaceship and they're going, and it's 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 praised for being character driven. And I read the first chapter in that and thought, all right, okay. And then at the the end of the first chapter, um, the way the main character kind of buttons it about how they have a dark secret that no one else can know about, or they'd be ruined on the space travel. And that mixed with how the other characters introduced, I just was like, and you left a weird taste in my mouth, so I just stopped. The way that the vortex thing <laughs> resolved itself, maybe specifically in how it was acted in the show or presented, I was like. Yeah, I don't. When we say the, what are we talking about? The vortex. What? What are we? Maybe, maybe they they do some weird stuff. The vortex 
is a is a human that is born with the ability to i guess it's never really fully explained but they can tr can traverse freely between the living world and the dream world i guess every every type of like creature has a vortex equivalent or maybe it's just for the dreams but one of the problems is because they can do this and they're not like a god like the sandman there's a danger of them basically becoming a storm that transcends both the dream and the waking world and if if it's left uncontrolled it could destroy the universe it even says the sandman says once it's like look i don't like killing people this is weird it's not my thing i'm a dream dude but if i don't kill you vortex you're gonna you could destroy the universe it's happened before and they kind of just leave it at that. And there's a point where he's like, look, and they're like, well, isn't there another way? And, what, and the Vortex themselves asks, look, I'm like a creature. I, I'm a human that can dream and make dreams come true in reality. I can morph the, is there not another solution other than like killing me? Like, can we stop for a second and think about like, why do I exist? Like, why do Vortexes exist in the universe if you have to kill them? And there's a moment where the Sandman kind of like slow blinks and says, huh, you know what? That's a good question. We don't have time. And you're like, no, motherfucker. Why did you not start there? We've had hours of television <laughs> talking about this thing and haunting it and finding it. And you've had experience with one of these before. Get to the bottom of that? Like, I don't, I'm not gonna, there's a lot of other things. That's like, that's just one part of it. But I don't know, things like that. I really wish it wasn't just, sorry, this is just how it has to be. Especially when you offer the concept of, hey, let's think about this. No time. Nah, maybe. If we had time. That's one of the things I'm like, I don't know, fantasy. But that with some other things, it's it's just a weird thing. But I still enjoyed it. Like, I didn't stop. There's some, like, disturbing stuff in it, which is why I think you might definitely enjoy parts of that, oh, if, yeah, if yeah. you've already read it. Um, is there, because like, he gets introduced off the get-go. There's a, uh, a, a creature, a nightmare, if you will, who has... A mouth for eyes. Oh, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepy dude. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do like that. It, um, it, it's not just like straight up good and evil, which I, I really love. When because a lot of fantasy can be bad. Like that. I just, I don't know, like like the J.R. Tolkien bullshit. Elves, Sauron's just evil. That's just what it is. Evil and good. These things that have their own. I mean, they're evil because of what they do, and then them they're not. Like it's just complex in that way that I really like. Yeah, it's fun. Good stuff, good stuff. Good stuff, which we can talk about more at a later date if we'd like. But look into it. Indeed. Will do. Will do. Um, Alex, you know, with Hard Nights being over mm -hmm. and uh, my apartment being a constant source of nightmares, um, I did go ahead and get a Universal Pass. Interesting. Cool. So I can go out and walk in a theme park now, which is nice. Nice way to get away and uh, just, you know, spend a few hours walking around. It's very nice, very pleasant. I've enjoyed that a, a fair amount lately, especially now, you know, we're in holiday times. All the holiday decor is out. The holiday merchandise is available. Earl the Squirrel is in full effect at Universal. <laughs> what is Earl the Squirrel? Um, Earl the Squirrel is their uh, little uh, holiday mascot. He is a squirrel, so... Cute little squirrel guy. Um, I got an Earl the Squirrel uh, ornament. I'm very excited about putting it on the solstice tree. So awesome! I can't see him from here. Let me let me grab it real quick. Hold up. Oh, is that the little ball that's up there above? Uh, yeah. So that's Earl's fun. tree farm. That's, awesome. That's fun. Um, Dan asked me to pick up this for him. It's a little <laughs> stuffed Earl the Squirrel. <laughs> that is adorable. Yeah. So that's pretty great. Speaking of universal things, uh, today was the kickoff of the Universal uh, Garage Sale 
So, uh, I got up, uh, this morning before I went to work, and I dropped by, because it was opening at 7. I was, uh, was, uh, was, uh, it's pretty early to be doing things in the morning, so I got there a little late. I got there at 7.20, so I missed some bargains, um, because it was already bonkers by the time I got in there. <laughs> like, absolutely fucking crazy. But, like, stuff is so cheap, it's... Like it's crazy. I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, spoiler alert for Claire. Uh, I got a got a bunch of ET merch headed your way because <laughs> I just found a bunch of ET stuff and I was like, oh, I'll get that for Claire. And I just kept picking oh, stuff nice. up. And so Claire's getting a bunch of ET stuff now. So because uh, awesome. it's all like it's all like it, it's all marked down at least seventy percent off. Oh wow! So everything is like yeah, everything is practically like I. I, I, I picked up a ton of stuff and, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really keeping track of like, you know, what all I was, I was like, I was like, all right, well, I got, I got a bunch of stuff here, but I'm getting gifts for people. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting some fun stuff. I'm getting some stuff that I wanted. So it's all good. I'm getting a lot of things that are very goofy, um, but they're all dirt cheap. So they're ringing me up and I'm like, oh, fuck, am, am I, how much fucking money have I spent? Oh God. But I didn't realize that, you know, obviously they're, they're totaling up the total price. Before oh. they take off the, the the discount, so I was like, okay, thank God, because like I ended up spending like forty dollars. But oh, uh, okay, yeah, I can see how yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when, undiscounted, yeah, undiscounted. I was like, oh, what sticker shock. What is what's happening? Minute. I thought this was is this on sale? sale? <laughs> is this not on sale? Like, how much did I spend on this? <laughs> what is that? I so. <laughs> Uh, I got this for Dan. Um, we, we saw this a few years ago. This is a, well, obviously, Alex, this is a, a fun dango light effect Fast and the Furious uh, uh, toy. <laughs> Look at that car driving around on a circle. Okay. I... The dumbest thing. Uh, guys, just so everyone knows, it's a light up thing. That's There's a little cloth <laughs> road that spins around and there's a little, little car on a stick and it lights up and <laughs> spins around. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. They they had these at the last Universal Garage Sale I went to a few years ago. Still trying to sell them. I got this for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda wish I'd gotten a couple of them <laughs> because it is hilariously stupid. I'm not 100% sure why someone made this. No, it is incredibly dumb. I would love to see like a making of for this product product in particular. Like why, like what did it come from? Obviously I'm assuming that it wasn't originally a Fast and Furious, that maybe someone made this and they thought, ah, then we could, we could tack Fast okay, and Furious this on exclusive this. exclusive Universal Studio product, Fast a and doubtful. the Furious. Um, Alex, what do you think the retail price of this spinning piece of garbage is? Well, it was a dollar, so I'm gonna guess It was a dollar, and it, keep in mind, it's been the garage sales before. Original gonna, price, because this I'm seeing the sticker right now. I'm gonna say that if anyone paid fifteen dollars for this, it was fourteen dollars too much. Alex, original retail price eighteen dollars and ninety five cents. Impossible for so, that? Yeah. Is it like solar power? Is there oh, something no, no, that no. I'm missing? No, it it runs on what looks to be, according to this diagram, two AA batteries, which are included. So. But what else is it? Is it like a fan? Like, can I can I use it to like cool uh, myself I don't down? I think so. Can't so imagine. So the only it. purpose is to hold the stick 
and an, a red LED flashes on this car every once in a while as the thing spins. Um, well, I, well, I, 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 you can have your favorite Fast and the Furious adventures. Um, whoa, look how fast he's going. Oh, Dom is driving around in a circle like Dom loves to do. I just don't understand the concept no, of this is, or what this it is. is. It, this is stupid. And uh, it's always been stupid. And it, that's why it's a dollar. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still just stunned yeah, at no, what you just showed it's me. It's one I, of the dumbest things I've ever seen. So, yeah, I got that. Uh, I, I got I got a Fast and the Furious hat. Give, I think I think Tammy might enjoy. Throw well, it worth away. more, worth more than what you just showed me. Absolutely, from like a, Absolutely. Cool, a few dollars for a nice hat. Yeah. Great, that's a that's a deal. So I'm just perplexed still by what you showed no, yeah, me. Yeah, it's it's and I'm not it's sure. It's one of the dumbest things I could find there. And I, you know, I spent a little time looking around, but yeah, got a sequin hat, Fast and the Furious logo on it. See, that's a cool hat. Yeah, got a little uh, um, little uh, little notebook guy here. Little, little, uh, uh, family forever Fast and the Furious notebook That is pack. amazing. So, got that. Got that, so. I really feel that they should or will eventually maybe make a Fast and the Furious holiday special because family is so important yeah. to it. And that's a layup. It's like, why not? Definitely. Got a little, little jar of Harry Potter candy. Nice. So, that was fun. Got some, of course, some Horror Nights, you know, magnets and things, and uh, um, some little uh, um, decal guys, like uh, like uh, window cling situations. Oh, cool! So that's you know, it was fun, but yeah, it, it was a good time. It was a good time. I think I may, I think I may go back, maybe you know, Friday just to see what's left. Um, I'm also curious if they'll bring out some more stuff because it just seems like there's a lot of stuff that I was expecting would be there that was not there. They had some of these Frankenstein popcorn buckets and mm. Horror Nights that I was expecting to be there and they had a few, but there was only a couple of them and they were gone by the time I got inside, so. Oh, wow. Um, I saw people walking around with them, but they had already, they gotten them all, so. But I, those things were, they were having a hard time selling those, so I don't know if maybe they're holding for the spring garage sale or if they're going to put some more out like over the garage sale days because it's it runs through Fridays the last day so um, maybe they're holding back some stuff that would make sense like you would try to like space out your inventory so yeah. that everyone gets a chance to get stuff because uh yeah the pass holders um got to go from uh seven till noon today and then it was open to the general public so but and i've been before like on like one of the last days and man it's like slim pickings it's like mm-hmm. you know like bags like decor like like just you know fucking like reusable bags and lanyards and that Fast and Furious and thing you showed me. And that Fast and Furious uh, spinner guy, yeah, yeah. They'll have those so. till the end of time. If you, like, I if don't you see... need any troll um, bags or troll lanyards mm. or vol- our, um, Jurassic Park Velocicoaster face mask, there's a shit ton of those. A Velocicoaster face mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And troll, do you mean like the movie. DreamWorks trolls? Yeah, DreamWorks trolls, yeah. Okay. They had a, they had a big stack of trolls bags. So if you need any trolls bags, let me know. I mean, they tried really hard to make trolls a thing again. I think they're gonna make. I I think it may be one of the, like the new attractions in the uh, kids area at Universal Studios. All right, a regular I, avatar. I think because uh, I don't know of any kid that like we've seen them and they're fun and cute, but not something that sustains itself for well, long. Well, I think it's gonna uh, yeah like get ready for some trolls. Get ready for some sing. <laughs> Sing was a fun time. Sing one and two were great. Is is Sing two as depressing as the trailer makes it out to be? Because that trailer is bonkers. Um, 
That I've is the most <laughs> depressing trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, my wife died of cancer. I haven't been able to sing ever since then. I'm a very sad lion. I mean, it's <laughs> it's pretty wild. I will say that. Um, is it sad? Yeah, it'll t- tug Hi, your heartstrings. I'm a gorilla with PTSD. What is what is this movie? It doesn't. I mean, <laughs> it seems like every character has like a tragic backstory from that trailer. It really grew on me. Um, because the first one it kind of it's what it is and the first time i watched it i thought wow okay we're really just making a jukebox like like, okay i guess we're just throwing everything at this but the second third viewing i thought this is a fun time i'm enjoying this more the second one i thought was a fun time from the get-go because it was so bonkers uh more so than the first one but i don't know if it's i mean the lion part's the saddest and it has a happy ending he kills himself he's finally at peace Uh, not quite, but I'll let, I'll let people figure that out for themselves. Um, one of the things, so I looked up Earl the Squirrel really quick, and I found this, uh, post on it on the Orlando Informer. Earl the Squirrel started in 2015, not too long ago, when they were putting up a Christmas tree at the center of the park, and some of the lights went out, and they thought, what the hell is, what's going on? Can we check it? And it turns out there was a squirrel causing some of the, the ruckus there. And after that, all stories are like, gets wildly off. Like, no one knows what the true story is. That, But everyone can agree around that time the squirrel did this. On this blog is a picture from 2020 where inside the Christmas tree, they made this little tiny squirrel with a little face mask on holding some blue lights. And it is so adorable. This I love that something like this can just... I mean, spawn something it's like little boo like I yeah mean, exactly just run with it it's like yeah it's a fun time it's a fun time i went to the um the so they, they have the the tribute store that's like a you know it's a themed out uh, merchandise store horror nights like the the tribute store is all decked out with different horror night stuff and the rooms have different themes well the the uh, holiday tribute store is finally up and I went, and that, it is fucking wild in there. Like, mm. each room, they basically, they do it like it's a, um, like it's an old-timey department store. So, like, uh... Mm, they, that's awesome. Yeah, each of the rooms is, like, it's a floor. And so there's, um, there's the entrance floor, and then, uh, there's, like, a Harry... The second, the second story is the Harry Potter holiday room. And then there's the Grinch room, which there's a big Grinch photo op if you want to take a photo with a... With a Grinch statue, that's there. Um, then the, I think the next room is the Earl the Squirrel room, which is all Earl the Squirrel themed. <laughs> um, and there's another one too, uh, but I can't remember what it is. But it's it's pretty fucking nice. Like I, I like it. It's a good time. But yeah, I, I, Universal Universal does well with all the holiday stuff. They, it's, it's a fun time. You had me at Grinch. Oh, some great Grinch stuff. Well, they Perfect. actually have um, in um, Islands of Adventure. They have like uh, there's a you know there's a whole Grinch parade, and you can you know there's you know you can there's meet and greets with the Grinch. Um, there's a breakfast with the Grinch. You can do <laughs> so. Yeah, they, oh, man. they they go all out some with the Grinch. Like that's so that's the leader of their holiday stuff. This may be the only way we can get my wife down to Orlando to do any type of theme park thing because she loves the Grinch. Oh. Hates the the idea of theme parks. So thank you for this tip. Yeah, come down for Grinchmas. Probably coming down for Grinchmas. I'm looking right now on the um, website to see if there's any Grinch stuff. Oh, I mean, friend, you've you got it out. Uh, yeah, though there's there's tons. I, I'll I'll send you all the photos from the Grinch room, and uh, you let me know if you need me to send anything up. I I might take you up on that. 
for reals. Wow, definitely. <laughs> There's a lot of weird, like I do, so as I've mentioned on the show before, my daughter is still into Pokemon, um, really loves Pokemon right now in a Pokemon phase. And we went to the official Pokemon merch website and they have the holiday section. And there's some interesting, they basically have like, um, how they have like a Dickens village, those little tiny houses you can buy for just to make up a Christmas scene. They have the equivalent of that, but with Pokemon in them. Nice. So it's a Dickens village, but what with just with Pokemon. It's adorable and awesome. Um, but they also have other weird things. So I'm on the Universal Shop Orlando.com website, and there is a uh, Harry Potter snowman, which I guess the the meta is the people at Hogwarts built a little snowman. It's stuffed, and then they decorated it like a, a wizard or a witch, and that's that's your holiday thing. You can get this plushie and set and set it up, which I like. I really miss being able to walk around theme parks. It is a nice. It's just fucking nice. Like. It's a good time. I'm, I'm sad that Disney's made it impossible, and now they just raise their um, ticket prices again. Yikes. Yeah, so I, I just think that's, um, I'm just gonna be living that universal life, because I don't know if I'll, I don't know when slash if I'll ever go to Disney again. It's a shame. Yeah. But it's it's what it is. I mean, if you know, if, I, if somebody's coming down, I would buy, you know, a day ticket, but I, I don't think I'll ever have a pass again, because it's not feasible. They burned you. Yeah. I mean, it's dumb. All the locals. It's just real dumb. But Universal still taking care of their pass holders. And that pass holder discount is nice. It's a good time. It's a good time. Um, Alex, there's some people out there that need some advice. Oh. So I was hoping we'd play a little giving advice the game. God, it's been a while since we've given advice. Oh, it's been a while since we've given advice. And you know who we should give some advice to? It's a group of people on a little website called Mormon Hub. Nope. LDS.nope. <laughs> How about third or thirdhour.org? Hi guys. I'm just a backroads. <laughs> oh, backroads is back. Backroads is back. What would Jesus do over a potential house guest that would potentially never leave? Hmm. A potential house guest that would potentially never leave. Huh. Advice requested in behalf. Nope. In behalf of a parent. Period. Just you've, oh, you've one sentence in, and you're already fucked up. Backwards. Yeah. Advice requested in behalf of a parent. Period. A relative has found themselves homeless, comma, kicked out of their apartment, period. So they've approached my parents about staying with them a few days. Everyone, including this relative's siblings, parentheses, another state, are advising no, absolutely not. In short, homeless relative is the type that will likely not stay a mere few days. My parent is giving to a fault, comma, but is dealing with a lot and doesn't need this in their in their plate. Backroads, do you not understand the the word on? On. O N. Try it out. My parent is giving to a fault, comma, but is dealing with a lot and doesn't need this in their plate. Period. They brought up, comma, though, what would Jesus do? <laughs> Backroads. Uh, your question is what would Jesus do like Jesus isn't real so <laughs> it doesn't matter but I mean like do what you want to do tell them to do what they want to if they, they, if they got too much in their plate then they got too much in their plate like nobody no, you aren't no one is no one is you you do not owe it to anyone to help them if you can help someone cool but like yeah know your limits if you can, cool. If you can't, also fine. Yeah. It's not your responsibility. Nobody's I life mean, is your responsibility. 
I mean, the whole concept of what would Jesus do, beyond the fact that you're right, as we've said many times before, I mean, Jesus isn't real. It's all fictional fantasy stuff. No. So much fan- it's so much fantasy that I leave. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I don't know about this fantasy, and, and, and I move on to something else, like the Sandman. Mm-hmm. But not, because I, I just don't like it. But, um... I guess I, there is something to be said about the concept of, all right, this, these, these principles that I'm theoretically living by, let me just remind myself, what do I think from these, what do these principles tell me about what I should do with trying to help someone out with these situations? Is I guess what the intention of that is, obviously, mm-hmm. um, though weirdly cloaked out in a Jizo thing. But these motherfuckers don't truly believe some of this stuff, no. uh, for the most part. Um, though I think it's... I, 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 I'll I stop because why? Uh, you're right. Basically grow up and shut up. Jesus isn't real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should help people because you want to. And if you don't want to or are not able to and still want to maybe find them a way or whatever, that's up to you. Yeah. Uh, help how you feel like you can with who you want to. But this like Jizo guilt trip bullshit, like fuck Is a guilt off. trip bullshit. Yeah, just don't do it. Oh, but what would Jesus do? I... It's a slippery slope of bullshit. Don't ge- don't yeah. be tw- don't be twisted by the guilt. For I'm example, like, G- Jesus Jesus would kill somebody and then bring him back to life for kicks. I don't know. Yeah. Jesus is weird. It's dumb. He would walk around on some water. Weird. He'd turn water into he wine. He would confuse a fish. Yeah, cool. What? I I don't know. He'd go into the temple and just like start throwing around uh like the tables with the merch. He, he would he would make a bunch of loaves and fishes, and by that I mean he would make dead fish out of nowhere. Yeah, it's not enough that he's just like cr- manifesting fish; he's manifesting them and they're dead. Yeah, weird. Very weird. Weird flex. thing to do. <laughs> I created another life form, dead. Huh? Now, also, <laughs> um, I, I think even weirder than creating multiple copies of a dead life form or like new dead life forms, whatever, I don't know what, what he actually did per se in the story, other than there are now more fish, um, is that he would wash people's feet at dinner parties before they would eat, gross. which just made Brad dry heave a little Ugh. bit, and should you as well. So, so whenever someone tries to twist the knife and he's like, well, what would Jesus do? Look at them and be like, and just imagine Jesus smiling at you as it's like, no, 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 before we eat, we got to do something. And you as a Jesus would be like, oh, we got to say grace? That's kind of redundant because you're here. No, I get to wash your feet. Jesus is one of those guys. Yeah, Je- you do yeah, not want to do what Jesus did. You're you're, you're going to the fu- um you're you're going you're going to Cracker Barrel with the family. Well, guess what? Jesus is washing Jesus is washing everybody's feet at the table first. Yeah. So cool, cool guy to get advice from. Should you that should that person stay in your house? I don't know because Jesus doesn't talk hey, about hey, that, um, but he would tell you to wash that person's feet. <laughs> hey hey y'all, be- before y'all go up to go uh, go up to the Golden Corral buffet, Jesus is just gonna wash everyone's feet real quick. He's got a bucket and he's just gonna he's gonna get everybody's feet in there so so billy you want to go ahead, go ahead you go first yeah we'll, yeah we'll all go around and then, then you just go on to the buffet and get, and get your food after, after he washes your feet and then he's gonna get his food then we're all gonna sit and eat together with clean feet and a bucket of dirty foot water <laughs> and it's not weird it's just what jesus does you know don't corral that's yeah. what we do with jesus no. <laughs> and don't corral Conveniently, the washing of someone's feet has been left out of the modern Christian tradition, thankfully. because it's fucking gross and weird. Fucking weirdos. Can't eat shellfish. Well, maybe I can. Well, you should wash your feet before your dinner. Well, 
maybe not that part. I pick and choose, you see. That's what my religious game is. So I don't know if I should keep the... I, I'm, I'm looking for an excuse not to feel guilty about this. Please give me one. There you go. Don't feel guilty about any of it. You're welcome. I, I see a response. Oh, wow. From Carborundum. All the classics, guys. I mean, these are like old friends coming back. Uh, How long? It's been months yeah. since we've we've gone back to the LDS.net or yeah. whatever it's called now. By the way, this was posted October 31st. This is fresh. This is fresh. This is fresh. They came back. Um, Carborundum writes, He threw the money changers out of his own house. It was because they were not using the house for the purpose which it was intended. If the purpose is for this relative to stay a few days then that is it. More than a few days, and they are not using the house for the purpose it was intended. Define a few days. Fuck off, Carborendum. Like, get the fuck out of here. First off, through through these money lenders out of, or money changers out of the house, um, arguable. I mean, that, there's a lot of, you're reading a lot into that story. Um, but also, that puts him in the place of God, which I don't think is supposed to, because he's like, well, God did this, or Jesus did this. So you've got to do, now you're Jesus. I, I, I don't think that's what that's supposed to do. Like, you're not supposed to spin it that way. I don't think. I would hope not. So that's a little weird, Carborundum. Um, just grow up and shut up. If you want to out of your house, get him out of your house. Yeah. It's on you. You Ugh. must choose and live with the consequences, and that's okay. Fucking hell. Um, here's another old friend, Neurotypical. <sighs> oh, man. Jesus is big on agency and living subject to just laws. And and his turn-the-other-cheek stuff is not meant to imply we need to be doormats or enablers. Is it? Here in happy, comma, rich, comma, benevolent first world America, there are resources available for the chronically unhomed. Are there... Uh, name them. Uh, there are places, I want receipts, please. There are places that folks who get kicked out of their apartment can go. Are there? Mm, not really. There's a medical and mental health treatment available. Is there? Not, Where? Not really, no, man. No, not in the least. Not really. What the fuck are you talking about? Your parents can... Your parents can offer all this instead... Of, your parents can offer all of this instead of opening her home. There's a difference between I don't have any other options and I don't want any of those other options. Agency. Stewardship. If your parent decides to not have the courage to say no, she can expect a long-term guest that is more like a dependent child. Because why bother to deal with your crap and grow up when someone is giving you a roof in three squares and doesn't have the courage to put her foot down? It is much, much harder to evict someone who has established residency. Now is not the time to be weak or embarrassed. Now is the time to be righteous and firm. Neurotypical, are you a fucking landlord? Because get the fuck out of here. Heavy landlord vibes. Like strong landlord vibes. A righteous landlord in their own words. Fuck off. God, what a trash. Trash. It's the Jesus spin on a lot of this that also makes it even worse. Yeah. But, um... You're just being an... Don't be an, don't be an asshole and then justify it with your stupid religion. Fucking hell. There are not... There is no safety net for people. No! Or what safety net that exists is nowhere near adequate for the amount... It doesn't and, exist. Or even if, even if the amount of people um, who were homeless or needed these kind of services were small enough for them to handle it, it's still inadequate. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's just not adequate. No, not in the least. Not in the fucking least. Ridiculous. Absolute. Ugh, psychotic. Psychotic. This stuff, it is hard not to become 
more and more angry at people who say those things. That's I because that's a huge thing with with Jesus, but also anyone who's conservative. Oh, there's systems for that that exist. There aren't. What are they? Well, you know, I you know, no, I don't. I'm asking you, man. Isn't the whole point of your conservative agenda to like not have those things exist? Yeah. Your the whole point is to shrink the government and like let people fend for themselves and like support the rich, right? Did you not know that? Like that's that's the thing. Yeah. There are no safety nets. Ugh. Not good ones? No. Not any. I not not good ones, not any. They don't exist. There are no safety nets. Like we got it's crazy. It's absolutely fucking crazy. Three squares. Um, so a similar, similar question. Um, this was from last Thursday, Alex. Hi, guys. Wait, hold on. Oh, oh this is also Backroads. What the fuck? Backroads? Uh-oh. Double Dukes? Back- it's back. Uh, or they're back. I don't know who they are. Backroads is... Uh, uh, backroads got a real theme going, and I kind of like it. Why don't we use church buildings as homeless shelters? Oh, wow. Hi, guys. I'm just a Backroads. Got more questions. Um, I intend this as the most straightforward way to pose the question without any hidden implications. Oh, boy. Read an article about needs for more beds for the homeless because winter is coming. Invariably, someone in the comments section ask why the LDS church doesn't use the church as a homeless shelter during the week or at night. Now, comma, this isn't the first time I've heard this question. Apparently, it is a decades-old worldwide question of why churches aren't always homeless shelters. Well, of hmm. course, you'll always find a few examples of churches that have done exactly this... Where? Like, I've never... I mean, it'd be cool if they did. I mean, good for them. In the Western world, it's just not much of a thing. The big reasons tend to be, period, and now we've got a list, so weird writing. Um, One, it costs money. Even the best of circumstances, that's a lot of extra wear and tear on a building. Security guards, cleanup, repairs, etc. That's a money pit when the same money could be used in other ways to help others. Really, though? Um, Two, (laughs) it's usually illegal. Turns out a lot of places have standards for homeless shelters that most churches don't reach. Plus, a homeless shelter may not be zoned for the area. Oh, that's convenient. I wonder who who made those laws. (laughs) Weird. Weird. Uh, Three. Many churches just want to be a house of worship first and foremost. Oh. Oh, sorry. Cool. I didn't realize you guys had a dedicated cause that you were already doing, you know, when when you're not doing that. So, okay, cool. So, well, I think our church could actually afford to handle this, and the legalities are ultimately red tape that could be changed. Do you think this is a direction we would ever go? No, I don't think it is a direction you'll ever go, because don't want to. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to, uh, what righteous... Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, our self-righteous uh, fervor is going to carry the answers we, for this we, one. We got a response from just a guy. Um, I've seen it done in times of emergency, but generally speaking, ellipses. Contrary to what many folks will tell you, homelessness, at least in the U.S., is not merely an inevitable product of poverty. It is usually, not always, but usually, a product of poverty in conjunction. This is, by the way, is in italics. In conjunction with deeply antisocial behaviors, generally results of untreated mental illness, drug use, or some combination of the two. I nonsense. I've worked with people who have stayed at the at the road home or other shelters in the Wasatch Front. The things they encountered at those <laughs> shelters were horrifying. Okay. Drugs were rampant. Physical violence and sexual assault were not uncommon. And the and filth was uncontrollable. 
on the whole, I'd rather take my kids to church in a maximum security prison than a homeless shelter. Um... What? You're... I... What are you talking about? The security is better, prison inmates are held to a higher behavioral standard, and they face more rigorous disciplinary procedures. Um, first of all, why do you want homeless people held to the behavioral standards and disciplinary procedures of prisoners? First of all, I, we treat prisoners terribly. Um, second of all, you've never been inside a prison. You, prisons are terrible. Prisons are nightmares. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You were talking about, like, something you've seen in a fucking movie. Um, yeah. that's not reality. Um... And, like, you have absolutely no idea what you're fucking talking about. Also, I, if there's, like, lots of- if there's drug use amongst the homeless, there's also a bit of a, a chicken and egg scenario there, mm -hmm. because, yeah, they're homeless. Like, I, any escape is completely understandable, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> I mean, there's oh, the rampant drug problems at every the, class. The filth of, is I, uncontrollable in people that don't have homes? Yeah, why don't you give us I mean, homes? The filth is uncontrollable at every economic class. Some people are just filthy folks, regardless of yeah. how much money they have. But especially so people I, that don't have homes with bathrooms and showers and washing machines. Yeah, I mean, the means to actually clean themselves. So, fuck off. The hell? I don't under- I- it is hard, again, not to get angry now, given the current climate of the world. Not that it isn't always like that, but being older and reading these things as we have for so long and I, just knowing so much more that you can't just say shit like that yeah. and be like, because there's a lot of people that be like, yep, they're right. It's the drugs or, you know, their fate brought them to this yeah. juncture. They're still poor and homeless because, you know, they didn't take advantage of those free systems that are in place to help them out. Also, churches can't be homeless shelters, weirdo. Where else are we going to go, you know, praise him? Ugh. Jesus would not have made the church a homeless shelter. Duh. So fucking weird. Um, okay, 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 all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> Hi, guys. I'm just a carborundum. Prognostication. Well, I've got a p fourth prediction after looking again at patterns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go, but I love it already. Uh... Um, so we've got a bulleted list of three things, and I guess that, okay, and I guess the one after that says, is new prediction. So, just, just, as, just, as a, just, just so we all know where Carborundum's coming from with Carborundum's predictions. I said there would be some kind of global event that would shock the world prior to announcing an end to the pandemic. The Ukraine war would begin shortly thereafter. Um, hey Nostradamus, <laughs> like, what the fuck? You said there would be some kind of global event that would shock the world prior to announcing an end to the pandemic. A, pandemic isn't over. <laughs> we'll never be over now. Like, hold your breath. The the Ukraine war is shocking the world. I mean, I, is it a global event? I kind of, I guess, but like, I mean, really, hell of a stretch. With the talk of the youth of nuclear weapons, that kind of brings everyone into the. <sighs> I guess at least the interest of man, no one is this. No the, one wants that to happen. A global event. I said there would be some kind of global event that would shock the would shock the world prior to announcing an end of the pandemic. Did this person say that, or they're saying that Nostradamus and or the no, gods no, no. said this? This is this is a carborundum predictions. Okay, Carborundum's, so carborundum. Carborundum going over their three predictions they made, and they've got a new one they're going to tell us about. So these are three that have been fulfilled. So prediction is one. Like, it's like we're reading Q drops. Like what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, prediction one, 
uh, stop the steal. Um, <laughs> prediction two. I predicted the recession. This was pretty dang obvious to most who were paying attention. But I'm predicting bad economic times from late 2024 to early 2026 for recovery. We'll see how that turns out. Okay, so this one, I, I you predicted a recession. Cool, whatever. I fair enough. Um, but we haven't even seen how that one goes. Um, and now, and by the way, this is posted in May. May, May, May 19th. May 19th, keep that in mind. Three, I predicted the GOP will win a bare majority that is small enough that the more liberal Republicans could vote for liberal policies and nullify the GOP majority in the House. The Senate will be the same. We'll see in about six months. Hmm. This is not so obvious since most people are predicting a shellacking of the Dems. I don't think it will be. I do believe there will be a lot more local and state change in parties. We'll see. Nope. <laughs> not so much. Not so much. I mean, unless we're talking about New York, but that's because of fucking Cuomo and his stupid fucking bullshit. So, but beyond that, really, no, not so much, not so much. Also, no, the Senate was not the same. The The Democrats technically um, may end up doing better in the Senate. Now, when Kristen Sinema, like, jumps ship and becomes a Republican, then, okay, sure, we'll be, oh, exactly where we are now. So, hmm. But, hey, hey, Carborundum, what's your next prediction? Here is my next prediction. Oh, thank you. The following three things are going to be interconnected. Oh, boy, we got three. Oh, man. We got three pieces of the puzzle here. But they're going to be connected. Biden will not come. Sorry, let me get into my full Notre Dame. <sighs> Biden will not complete his term as president. Either he will be removed, parentheses, impeachment slash 25th Amendment, in parentheses, or he will not survive assassination, comma, natural causes, <laughs> in parentheses, or he will simply resign due to health. Something will happen. He will not complete his four years. Okay. Oh, wow. A really old man doesn't finish his term. Either by impeachment, uh, not being capable of serving, dying, being murdered, or resigning. Any of those things. <laughs> cool prediction. Wow. Cool prediction on a very old man. Harris, of course, will take over, but she will not be reelected. That's not even a prediction. That's just a fact. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. A, yeah, of course she will take over because that's her job. That's her only job. And yeah, she will not be reelected because she's Kamala Harris and everyone hates her. Like, and she's terrible at her job. So yeah, obviously. Like, that's not a prediction. A huge change will occur around the time of my predicted economic recovery date. I don't know what form it will take. It could be a war. It could be a civil war. It could be an economic crash. The likes we've never seen before. It could be famine. It could be a crime spree worse than the BLM protest of recent years. What are oh, you saying? Wait a minute. That First of all, there. what do you mean crime spree? That's not a thing. It could be something like the Ministry of Truth being more overreaching than they ever expected. But it will change the landscape of the USA as we know it. Notice that I've predicted recovery around the same time as the huge change that also include the possibility of the economic crash. It is interesting, period. But when a major national slash global event occur- Sorry. When a major national slash global even occurs- it can throw out the pattern that was used to predict the recovery date. 
We'll see what change is in a few years. We probably won't have this board anymore, but it will be interesting to see how it all plays out. Stay close to the stakes of Zion. Um, first of all, let me just say, um, this board will not exist. Motherfucker, this, this board has been around as long as we've been doing this fucking podcast. I think in this next few years, the board will still, still be around. It'll probably be named like three other things between now and then, because your prediction is also vaguely sometime in the future. Um, maybe there's going to be a recovery, but also something terrible that could be a famine or a crime spree. <laughs> a famine or a crime spree? A famine or a crime spree? Huh. Or an economic crash. Which is it? Like, these, this is bullshit. Something bad will eventually happen, but also something good might happen. Also, an old man may no longer stay doing the same job that the old man's currently doing. Cool. <laughs> Here, here's my advice. Carborundum, don't quit your day job. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely stick with whatever's making you money right now, because I don't know if, <gasps> if these aspirations to Nostradamus are going to pan out. Okay, okay, uh, immediate reply from Ironhold. <clears throat> As I've mentioned before, I have an MBA and have been trained in what is essentially psychological warfare. Oh, uh, excuse me? Bullshit! I have a BA? An MBA. <laughs> okay, master, okay. I have an MBA and have been trained in what is essentially psychological warfare. Oh, really? Really, where were you trained in psychological warfare? This is some fucking Alex Jones fake shit. Um, <laughs> essentially. This has allowed me to predict several things that have happened over the years, even if only in general terms. Ugh. I have been telling everyone for some time now that we're looking at a period of great cultural, societal, and even legal upheaval as a lot of unpaid bills come due, and the consequences of the last few decades' social experiments come about, ellipses, and yet there are people who are still taken by surprise when such and such events happen, despite my warnings that such a thing could occur. It's hmm. frustrating, comma, I agree. Um... I think what you mean is, like, you're a crazy right-wing lunatic, and there's a lot of crazy right-wing lunatics that are making the world a shittier place. So, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, this is just yeah. vague bullshit. I don't... Like, what's the point of, like, the prediction bullshit in any Christian thing? Obviously, it's not real. There's no such thing. Like, any any amount of scrutiny just shows that it's it's all bullshit. No one... Oh, wait, Alex, I'm, rece I'm receiving a psychic vision. Um, I predict... At some point, at some point, ah, uh, maybe not, maybe not soon. It could be further in the future. Uh, I believe something bad is going to happen. It will have effects on the world. And also, I believe, I see something. What is this I see? I see eventually, eventually something good will happen. And it will also change the way we view things. Hmm. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Very useful. Very useful information. Very interesting. Uh, you see, I'm Alex. I'm able to. Uh, I'm able to uh, um, figure that. Out. I'm able to read the tea leaves of the world because I just. I'm. I'm like a. You know, I'm just. A, I'm a very intelligent person, and I've really got my my fingers on the pulse. And uh, you know, most people. Most people aren't able to. You know, just to intuit things the way I do. But uh, I've been around this world a little while, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty good at seeing the fact that eventually something bad will happen. But also, oh, what's this? Something good will also happen. I can't tell what order they're gonna happen in though and i can't tell if they're gonna happen very soon or, or maybe further out in the future but know this at some point 
Something will happen, and I will be right. And that's the important thing. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, that's fuck off. Um, grow up and shut up. How about grow up, shut up, and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> God, get over yourself, you fucking lunatic. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Most recent update sat from Saturday. <clears throat> and by the way, they've been going back and forth on this for a while. Carborundum writes, Govern- Now, in all- in, in bold, uh, these are headings. Government. It looks like repubs have control of the house by a bare majority. I'm projecting 221 above the 218 majority needed for Republicans. They may get as much as 225, but still not a strong majority. The Senate is now going to be firmly in the Dems corner. 5149. There's still a glimmer of hope for Nevada to result in a 50-50 split. <sighs> But isn't very likely in my mind. Okay, well, you got that one right. Cool. You got you got something right after uh, election day. Bottom line, the government will still keep running along as usual. Keep tabs on how Senate Democrats talk about Biden and Kamala. This will be the, the signal that the Dems are willing to remove Biden from office. But they may actually believe that Kamala is more incompetent than Biden at this point. Yes, really. Uh, yeah, what are you talking about? They're not going to remove Biden from office. That's stupid, because... Yeah, nobody wants Kamala in office. That would be a terrible idea. <laughs> Economy. So we're seeing the bounce in the stock market I spoke of earlier. It, are we? Mm. It is fairly common for the fourth quarter to show the Christmas bump, but it certainly isn't as high as it normally is. That's because it. That's because it isn't. Be, that's because it isn't because of Christmas. I don't know if Christmas will have much of an economic effect at all this year. I been talking about our bump we're seeing over the last couple of days is due to a lower than expected inflation report that may have been the effect of the fed hitting the pause button on raising of interest rates that will allow the markets to breathe however it is probably short-lived the reason we have inflation so high in the first place is only partly due with a runaway economy with ultra low interest rates what a great deal of it has to do with the government's record deficit spending. What? <laughs> That's so dumb. You don't know anything. No other borrower in the world will generate the amount of debt that the federal government has been creating the past two years. I, I, <sighs> it generally takes two years for large sums of money to infiltrate into the economy enough to affect inflation. Well, it has been two years, and now it's coming home to roost. You don't know how the economy works. Oh, wow. At all. That's not how deficits work. Lowering well, it's how they think they work, which always boggles my mind. Lowering interest rates or maintaining them as is will have a short-term effect of this bump we're seeing. But it doesn't... I, no, it will not! <laughs> oh, so lowering interest rates will have... Okay, lowering. Well, but no one's talking about lowering. It's, they've only been raising interest rates. Lowering interest rates or maintaining them as is will have the short-term effect of this bump we're seeing. But it does not do much for encouraging commerce. No. Why would why would it? At first we're only getting back to normal rates. Now we're historically higher than normal. When we start seeing the rates we saw back in the 70s, we'll know we're really in for it. What are you even talking about? I believe that if we can get a free market president in there next election, you know that like Joe Biden, like historically, he's like the fucking, uh, he's, the, he's the fucking senator from the fucking credit card companies. Like that's his life. His life is like, <laughs> like sucking off fucking credit card companies. That's his entire career. 
If we can get a free market president there next election, who's more free market? I, we will begin to see things turn around, but it will take at least a year for people to stop panicking, and a full two years before people breathe again. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> panicking and for people to breathe again? The, ra- the idea behind raising the interest rates is to fucking raise the unemployment level. Mm-hmm. They want more people out of work. There's nothing to do with deficits or panicking or commerce. I'm. I, this is astoundingly disconnected from reality. Like, you shouldn't be allowed to talk like this if you're an adult human. Nope. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. That's shocking. I mean... <laughs> Sorry, the carburant. I, I I skipped ahead to carburantum's last reply. This was four hours ago, Alex. Four hours ago, November fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. Welp! Exclamation point. With all the hullabaloo about FTX, I had to get out of crypto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you had to get out of crypto now with FTX? <laughs> Luckily, I made some money off it before everything fell apart. Well, good. I mean, but you're getting out of it now, so I I hope I, I don't I don't I doubt it. I have no idea where it's all going going now. Some crypto is going up, some down. It's a mad scramble for now. I'll take a look again when things settle down. In the meantime, it looks like the semiconductor bill is finally beginning to kick in, but I don't see it as a long-term boost. It's still uncertain. You are... You definitely... I'm sorry, you're getting out of crypto (laughs) right now? Uh, Listen, listen, listen. This podcast is not financial advice. (laughs) But now is not the time to get out of crypto. I'm sorry, if you're in, you're in it now. Like, what, what, why would you get out now? <laughs> I like to, I like to sell low. That's my goal. I always yeah. like to sell low. Sure, things could go lower. It's a possibility, but like, things aren't great. Like, I mean, I still got, I can still get some money in fucking crypto, and like, honestly, I bought so low that it's, it's fine. Like, all mine's profit. I took out all my money that I put in. I'm fine. I think I looked, and like, my stocks are like at $2,000 right now. Like, that's pretty much much where they've been but i'm not like gonna sell crypto right like if i needed to if i needed some money real fast sure i could sell it i'm not losing money but like if i don't need that money right now i don't know i think the the stronger bet is just wait eventually it's got to be better than now yeah i mean i i don't know how much more crypto has left in it yeah just in general as a concept same thing with nfts are just no longer a thing I think crypto, I mean, it might. I mean, we all thought QR codes were going away no. because no one used them. And now they're back with a vengeance. Um, I mean, if you're the like, technology if you're also some, got like, better, weird, so it makes sense. If I, you're into some weird, like, niche cryptocurrencies, I guess, yeah, maybe, maybe go ahead and get out of those, maybe. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, Bitcoin or something that people are going to use for, like, sketchy purposes, so it's not going to disappear, I don't think. Like, I don't know. I I mean, unless you need to sell it, I maybe hold on to it. Just I mean, I don't know if I would buy more crypto. Don't buy. Like Fucking that's, hell, that's don't insane. Buy. Don't buy. But like, also, maybe don't sell low either. Like, <laughs> when things are bad, is not the time to sell. Like, this is this is the only financial advice I will give. Like, when don't sell low. It, you know, you never know, I guess, if you're buying high or not. But, like, don't sell when it's at its lowest. <laughs> I had to... I, with all the hullabaloo about FTX, I had to get out of crypto. 
I just... I mean, it is pretty nuts about what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe he only had stuff in, like, obscure crypto coins. Yeah, that's in possible. In which case, okay. That's Maybe there was, possible. like, some Mormon cryptos that he was in on. I still think, though, like, I... I don't know. I just feel like... I mean, maybe if you got a bunch of money. If you got a bunch of money in there, sure. Get your money out, I guess. Yeah. I went really big in... Um, but don't have a lot of money in anything. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, just diversify your fucking money. I mean, it's super old. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. I, Duh. Don't, don't, have so, all... don't have so much money in there that <laughs> you can feel pressured to sell when it's very low. <laughs> Look, I got to get my money back. Oh, Crypto God. for Latter-day Saints just isn't panning out like I thought it would. Yeesh. I mean, again, again, this podcast is not financial advice, but like, I took all, I took, I took, I made, I took back every penny I put in, everything I got playing in the fucking slot machine of fucking stocks and crypto and whatever is all profit. And you, and you did well. You, you played it right on the wave of however all of that worked. Yeah. And it, you did well. It's all profit. So I, I can't, I can't lose money. I got all my money back. It's all just gambling money at that point. I mean, all of it is gambling at, um, just realize that no. if you're going to spend money on it. And, but then hopefully plan to get your money back as soon as possible. And then leave the rest. If you want to play, leave the rest of it in there to play. Then it's not a big deal. You don't have to stress out about getting your money out when things are low. I mean, if you don't have the money to play with to begin with, don't play the game. Yeah. Right? Don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could have cashed out um, at $8,000, but I didn't. And that's fine. Because it's not yeah. real money. It's all fake money. And it's all profit. And it doesn't matter. And this fucking weirdo. I made some money off of it before it all fell apart. That's... You lost money. You didn't make money. <laughs> I mean, it's a roundabout way of saying okay. Luckily, I made some money off it before everything fell apart. <sighs> you lost money. And now you're selling low. Maybe he needs it. Maybe he needs it. But but, but his psychic predictions, Alex, his psychic prediction. He predicts that eventually something bad's going to happen, and then something good's going to happen at some point. What does Jesus say about psychic predictions? He says they're really cool. What would Jesus do about my psychic predictions? Probably say, good job, thumbs up. I don't, Jesus never used psychic predictions. Jesus loved them. They were his favorite. I mean, Jesus may or may not have been a god, could have been the child of a deity. Oh. And when you do that, you don't really need predictions, I guess, because you're omnipresent and omni... Like, you just exist yeah, he, throughout he, he, he time and space in a different way. But he respects people that have really good psychic visions like I do. Or does he just... Res- he, does he get amusement at that they guess the right thing? He thinks I'm thing? cool. He thinks I'm cool. He's like, wow, you know, I'm Jesus, and, like, everybody's my friend, but I want that guy. I'll- I want, I want, I want Carborundum to be my friend because he's cool. That's what Jesus says about me. I mean, when Jesus transcends into heaven, mm-hmm. does he still have friends? I imagine it'd be kind of lonely for a deity. Yeah, but I'll always be there for him, and Je- that's why Jesus likes me so much. That's why he's like, "Thanks a lot, Carborundum. You're one cool dude." <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I have not found in the scripture yet where he mentions Carborundum by name, but who knows? No, it's in there. It's in there. It's been a while. It's well, been you, a while. You haven't read the Book of Mormon. That is, well, I've read parts of it. Well, it was hilarious, but you read the, you didn't that get part. very far. You read that part. Which, like, Again, Carborundum's one cool dude. <laughs> and then he gives a thumbs up. I think that's the part in the book where I was like, okay, this fantasy book's just not for me, and I'm just going to put it back on the shelf. No, this is a historical document. Historical document from our Lord. I remember when the Mormons came to my house as a child, and my mother entertained them to get like a free book of Mormon just to see what it was about. Nice. And they came back a few more times. She's like, you know what? I'm just not into it. Sorry. And they're like, okay. Ugh. That's the Book of Mormon I read, Brad, was the one that I that infiltra- that came into my house and was like, this is weird. 
Never read the Apocrypha at all, though. That's that's a book, one of the many books of the various religions are the various chapters in Christianity's history I just have not read. But you don't need to read any of it, because mm. it's all bullshit. And there's definitely not any financial advice in there, as far as I know. Oh, well. Other than to give money to God, 10% of it. Yeah, yeah. Which a lot of Christians are probably like, well, 10% is like, it's not what you think of 10%. <laughs> it's a 10%, but like, yeah, but you don't count uh, this this uh, this portion. It's 10%. Yeah, God's math is different. 10% of what you have available to give to God. And 10% is great, but it's not a hard, fast number. No, it's 10% of uh, like, okay, first of all, pay all your bills of course jesus wants yeah. you to pay your bills because that's yeah. not really your money that's not really your money so pay all of your bills and then like you know you gotta buy groceries for your you gotta take care of your family so you gotta buy groceries you know little timmy loves dunkaroos you gotta get some dunkaroos for little timmy because um, they're back yeah like so then um so then um obviously you know uh you know you have to keep you have to keep an eye on what's happening in the worldly world mm-hmm. so you gotta pay for your netflix bill you know to pay for yeah. movie tickets um but after all of that whatever's left then you take 10% of what you have left after that exactly it's 10% of your disposable income yeah when it's convenient yeah uh, 10% of your, your convenient disposable income so heavy on yeah. what's convenient yeah so you know I mean if you can do more great that that's just cool well but you don't have to you don't, you don't have, have to. to you don't have to it says 10% it says 10% of, of your of your of your disposable income maybe well yeah yeah it's 10% of something it's 10% of what is 10% in your heart you know, when you think about it, what is Jesus's ten percent? Is the real question you got to ask yourself. When, when baby Jesus imagines ten mm. percent, mm-hmm. what does that look like? He's a baby. Huh. He doesn't know percentages, but he's also our Lord and God. So he has he has the math skills of a baby. So what is ten percent to him? It's like a pinky, like just waving his pinky, looking at it. Interesting. You know? So that's like one. That's like one, but it's a tiny one because it's a pinky because it's the smallest finger. So it's it's like what like one percent but a smaller than one percent so i actually less than i didn't one, realize one. i i didn't realize that the part of the bible where mm-hmm. um that talks about the percentage of your income mm-hmm. you need to give to god mm-hmm. um was when the wise men came to visit jesus and they asked him directly yeah hey i'm a wise oh. man and i'm flush with cash and i'm managing oh. some i'm managing some accounts for some rich people uh back east quick question how much of that is owed to you infant of and or part of of the creating being of the universe. Mm, very interesting question, Goo Gaga. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm a baby, but I also have the mind of a god. Um, Real quick, though, mm. here's some myrrh. I, not oh, to influence myrrh. or anything or anything. Myrrh. Also, we've brought gold Ooh. and frankincense. Frankincense, my favorite. So, like, 1%? Like... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to say 10 on paper, well, but, like, but I'm a baby. The so gold. The frankincense. Yeah, one. One. A little one, though. A little one. One with a squint. One, yeah. One on the sly. Cool. Hey, thanks. You've done us a solid. No, thank you for this frankincense. You know I love it. It's my favorite. Baby Jesus. 
spitting the, Lord, the Lord's hard truths about finances. Ten uh percent -huh. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. of something is all God needs yeah. or deserves to Christians, and that's I mean, hey God, that's the state of that. Hey God, that how everything. did you get a fucking job? You know, I'm sick of these. You know, you let these gods just like take ten percent of your money. I, you know, I'm sick of these fucking drugged up gods just just <laughs> demanding ten percent. Like get get over your entitlement, God. Like you got you gotta have a, you gotta have a house on every fucking corner because you can't fucking you can't stumble your way to to, to your own home. Like fuck you, God. Ugh, gross. Do the righteous thing and kick them out of your house. Do the righteous thing. Kick Look, God there's programs. out of your house. Look, there's programs to help yeah. deities that are on the, on the, you know, just in the, just, you know, if these down in the deities, dumps. I'm not really sure how to. If these deities fucking, if they actually needed help, that would be one. But I'm sorry, you have all the power of the universe, but for some reason you need 10% of my money. Like, ugh, like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, God. Odds. Sick and tired of this yet. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Ram Jack, thank you. a podcast that Brad and I do yes. on the weekly uh, for you. Ooh. Hope you're enjoying the high holiday season. Come back next week. There'll be more to talk about, and uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. Ramjackpodcast.com, Facebook group, YouTube channel. There's other ways to get other stuff. Get at us. Mm -hmm. What would Jesus do with 10% of something? Have you thought about maybe donating 10% question mark to this podcast? We're much mm. more useful than gods. Think of what this podcast has given you and think about what gods have given you. I think we win. Where's our 10%? Who needs it more? 10% mm. mm. of something goes to a deity. 10% mm. of something goes to any political fundraising that constantly comes in through your mm. inbox. Ooh, gross. Or 10% of something, anything, yeah. a number for a podcast that's here for you week in and week out. We are here for you. We're here for, we're here for you in a way that God has never been. So think about that. Think about that. Meanwhile, we got holes in our walls. God's has got a house on every fucking corner. <laughs> Tons of houses, different types. You don't types. see anybody ringing a bell at the holidays for Ramjack, though. Nope. You think they'd have a bed though in the house? I know God can be corporeal and like a. But they got tons of chairs and also symbols. Why would you put a cross in a place for Jesus? You think he'd be kind of adverse to that now? No, right? Jesus, fuck! Oh, guys, we talked about this. Why would you put that on the wall? Hey guys, why would you put that a little fucking triggering, everywhere? A little triggering, okay? A little triggering. I don't like it. I mean, I told you to remember me. Why isn't there just a piece of bread on the wall? I told you to, to wash each other's feet, <laughs> wash each other's feet, make loaves of fucking bread, and make vineyards all over the foot. Look, I'm a little upset <laughs> why you chose that as opposed to bread. I mean, but... you motherfucker. Like, bread was right there. You know what everyone loves? When he they... said it. Everyone loves the smell of bread. Oh, God, isn't it amazing? Oh, but hey, how about this? How about, how about a murder? How about the thing that you were murdered on? No. I think if we all looked at ourselves or in society in what the biblical biblical text says in a very specific part of it, mm -hmm. that you might find that bakeries are closer to godliness than a church is by leaps and bounds. Interesting. Interesting. Just saying, do this in remembrance of me. Wash each other's feet. Mm -hmm. Listen. 
eat this bread and pretend it's my body like a gross. like a crazy person. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and drink this wine and just pretend it's my blood. I know that's weird. I know that's vampire shit. You know but what? come on. Jesus, like get the fuck out of here. You're gross. No, it's cool. You're gross. Well look, don't don't forget your socks and your shoes. They're over there. Ugh. And here's the towel, because I know your feet are still wet. Ugh, gross. Ew. Ramjack is never gonna do any of that bullshit. Yeah, we don't. I mean, take care of your hygiene yourself. Yeah, you'll never see me walk around like washing feet, like taking shoes off. Disgusting. I don't take shoes off. No, thank you. And friends, we're gonna leave you with one last question. We need to all pull all of our our psychic Nostradamus-like powers to solve this one great mystery of the universe, and that, of course, is who the, the fuck, fuck is the Infinite. How does that play with the Eternals? Yeah. And those weird robot things. I mean, well, Alex, as we all know, the Infinite is the name given by Dr. Adam Brashear to a mysterious being who had tried to access his plane of reality several times due to the localized ripples and ruptures in space which signal his eventual arrival. It has been possible to pinpoint the place where he would appear with a roughly with a rough warning of 10 hours. Hmm. So, you know. I'll have to look into this. Yeah. He's stronger so. than the Hulk, apparently. Oh. But so is Thanos, I guess. Wow. I haven't seen a Thanos card. No one's gotten that high yet in the game. Wow. Wow. I want to... This is going to sound absolutely like a lunatic, but you know how, like, Jesus always try to co-op something that's really popular and make it their own? They've done it mm-hmm. with, like, everything. Video games, like, in a lot of popular culture. If there was, like, a, a Marvel Snap equivalent of, like, a Jizo Snap, <laughs> I, you cringe, but I, it would be absolutely hilarious. Because we're talking, they would bring out every D to C, B list character. Like, it's not as fun as Marvel because it's insane. Like, there's a cosmic dog. and Like, what if we what if we make this game? It'd be like, easy. It why are be hard. we just making money off fucking religious people? Can you imagine, like, oh, I got the lot card. Fuck. <laughs> I got the lots of daughters cards. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> turning people in pillars of salt i mean there's a lot of things abraham car i like it's because you goes up that's the uh-huh. coolest thing about this game is that you start with like a, a nice mix of some but not all famous marvel characters and a lot of side characters and as you progress up and you get more cards to make things with they slowly open up the catalog to more and more people and things you could do that with a bible easy yeah I mean, yeah, you start with some of those low-level, like, Bible people. Like, whatever. Adam, you got Eve, Cain, Abel. Like, that's fun. But what about when you start mixing up a little bit? Like, oh, here's Jimmy Swagger. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Mary Magdalene, of course. Um, oh, it's Mary Magdalene versus Donald Trump. Huh. Hmm. He's Weird. a Bible, of course. Yeah, of course. That, would be, that would be the best fun twist on it is just going into modern yeah just start bringing in like right wing right wing bullshit in oh jordan peterson <laughs> huh i unlocked I, he's in the bible oh yeah oh yeah 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 totally totally it's there you didn't read about it huh he's damn woke elitist <laughs> that's actually ingenious i love that idea yeah. God, if I had time to do any type of artwork. It's so funny. I would just do this and just have it on a, a social media thing. It's like, hey, check out these new Marvel. Like, what if the Marvel Snap was Bible cards? And there'd be the first five in the scroll would be like the Bible characters. And then we'd jump into there. I mean, like, well, duh. You didn't know. Amazing. 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, like if we if we'd only known, like do that, but like do QAnon, the varying QAnon oh, wow. characters, like you could have made so much money because those idiots will buy anything. But you just like make it all like the weird random QAnon like characters. Oh, QAnon shaman, fucking oh, like General Flynn, <laughs> like ah, oh. it's too late. I think mm, is it? <laughs> I wish. I mean, oh, yeah, is probably, there probably. could there be a DeSantis card? Of course. Oh, I yeah. mean, you could do all kinds in those of white boots. In those white boots, <laughs> the white boots are their own. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I've got the white boots. I can't wait to add it. I got white boots to Santas. You can theme a deck around just Florida. Maybe there's Rubio. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Righteous alligators. I don't know. I'm just saying that I would also play that game Uh in addition to Marvel Snap. Florida Snap. Florida Snap. Yeesh. I don't like it. (laughs) 